that working for everyone? Yep. Yep. Cool. Delayed reaction, Tom, but that'll... that'll Sorry, <laughs> I was... Uh, while we were just chatting away, I was purchasing the uh, Deadly Alliance for Black uh, Blackstone Fortress. So I was like yeah. hoping to get that finished before you started recording. So Tom, Tom, Snor- <laughs> Tom Snorlax Mannering in the corner there. Well... And now that we have your full attention, Mr. Mannering, shall we start the episode? Disgusting. I mean, it depends if you can get through the intro or not. Welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts here, uh, Tom Mannering. Hello. Ben Porter. Yo. And myself, Josh Hartley. Uh, Chaps, how are we all doing? Yep, that's how we're doing. I was waiting for Ben to go. I know, but it's like he asks everyone, and it's like, well, who goes first now? Do you know what I mean? I know. I, I, I'm sure I said last episode, point the question, so we know who you're talking to. Yeah. This never used to be a problem. I don't know why That's it's a problem because there now. were only two of us. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Right. Well, I don't want to know how you're doing now. You've annoyed oh. me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've incurred your wrath. Ben, ben, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, it's, it's been... It's been a, a pretty busy week. It's, uh, I mean, it's always busy when you've got a one-year-old and you're in the middle of a lockdown. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I've been doing okay, just carrying on with some of my painting projects, but uh, not not much to report otherwise. Still, still locked down, so. Mm-hmm. Been, how is been... uh, how is Nathaniel doing? Has, has he picked up a paintbrush yet? Um. He's not allowed to pick up a paintbrush just yet. That's fair. He, he, would, he would probably try if he got anywhere near them, but uh, for, for now he he's on the crayons, and he's just he's he's doing a little bit of scribbling. So, oh, that's cool that he's uh, he's he's doing some doodles with crayons though. Um, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. be because he'll be almost old enough to to give him a try on like um, uh, on some maybe acrylic paints when. They, Maybe, maybe like put plastic like over literally everything in the room, but yeah, like... yeah. yeah. I think well, he is he is probably approaching that point where you could have a go about finger painting, but normally that that sort of thing's confined to a controlled environment in a nursery and not your mm-hmm. house. So I, I I don't know how I'm feeling about introducing that quite yet, but we'll see. Summer when it can be done outside. Good call. Yeah, there we are. Uh, I can't stay mad at you, Tom. How 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 has your week been? Oh, with that charming face. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can see it, you can see that he's still shopping there while, while we're doing questions. You can see he's busy Jeez, like live so, moving well, left to I right. Mean, you, t- tell us what you bought and what you're buying. I was uh, I was pu- I was finishing a purchase of Deadly Alliance for Blackstone Fortress because I'd seen that they've basically gone out of stock, uh, okay. and it's one I wanted to pick up because I've got everything else except for no respite for Blackstone Fortress, so I thought better Which get Which is the one that's in... What's in Deadly Alliance? That's the Zote. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the mini that everyone went nuts for when they released it, and we've had nothing else on Zote since. Nor will we. They're not ma- They're not going to make a whole army of them, guys. Just... No, definitely not. Um, but I thought I'd pick that up, so I had it. My week's been great. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, I've been off work. Um, mm-hmm. I've been uh, painting furiously, which we'll discuss later. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm enjoying the last couple of days of my holiday. How are you, Josh? That's what I want to know. I'm good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just working away. We'll talk about hobby stuff later, because uh, guess what, guys? It's been a slow news week, so <laughs> we're going we're to fill it in with talking about uh, what projects we've all got on the go. Um, nothing much else to report, really, personally. Um, what news has been happening? I think uh, the big well, it's it's not even really tabletop news. It kind of is though, because it's the announcement of uh, Total War Warhammer Three. Yep. 
uh, which we kind of knew was in the works, but uh, this is the first like cinematic trailer for it. Focuses on a battle between uh, Kislev and uh, the Demons of Chaos. I think specifically it was all corn demons. I think it was corn, yeah. Within yeah. the cinematic, we got to see a glimpse of all four gods, so pretty safe to assume that they're going to be making a, an appearance in the video game itself. Um, well, they've confirmed that. popular. Sorry? They've confirmed that. They've confirmed mm -hmm. that uh, Kislev will be a faction and each god will be its own faction. Yeah. As well, which is awesome. That'll be great. Because um, this was one of the lame things about Chaos in the actual Warhammer Fantasy game is that they were all kind of lumped together as their own books, right? And so people mm -hmm. tended to cherry pick the good stuff from each god and then just run it together, which which kind of sucked because like in the fluff that seldom happened and if it did it was like an alliance of convenience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Like there's things like um, uh, occasions like uh, Archon where they would all band together. Or followers of all four gods would band together, but you're right; it, it didn't really happen. Usually, if it was, if you were fielding an army, it w it should be devoted to just one of the four gods. Um, so that'd be neat, and uh, you know, get to, to mix demons and mortals in with that as well. Other rumors for factions, and this is pertinent for tabletop news, um, is they pretty much confirmed that Cathay is going to be a faction in this game. Uh, Cathay, of course, uh, being to the east of the old world, and notably Games Workshop never, to my knowledge, listeners correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, Games Workshop never produced miniatures uh, for them. So I think that's quite exciting to see, to see what they're going to do with that. Plus, it's also we also know that... Um, a lot of this is tying in with the upcoming release of Warhammer the Old World tabletop game. Mm -hmm. uh, so we know that... We, we, know for we sure said, said before we, we came on that the the models for the Kislev Ice Guard are near mm. enough carbon copies of some of the concepts that they've already shown us for the Ice Guard. So it does, it does mean that there must be uh, a degree of collaboration going on there that you, you talked about... Uh, Kathy, Josh, I think that almost certainly means that in in the the Willow Road uh, studios where they're working on the tabletop game, that there there must be uh, concept art, maybe even miniatures for uh, for Kathy already yeah. produced. So it, I think that's a a reasonably safe bet that we might see some Kathy miniatures, uh, maybe not later this year, but maybe later in the release of the Old World. We do know, uh, on top of the uh, Cathay and Kislev, that we're going to get Bretonnia and Empire. I really, I really hope the Warhammer: The Old World isn't just going to be human factions, though. <laughs> I would like to see. Uh, I would. I would be intrigued to see what other factions uh, they revisit. I'm kind of curious if they're going to do because they're doing Cathay. If they'll do Nippon as well. That was kind of part of the extended landmass. Mm. If I remember, Araby was quite a big deal. I think they actually mm. did some miniatures for Araby, unlike mm -hmm. some of the other ones. Were they not dogs of war? Uh, they probably were because there were mm. some uh, um, Italian and Talian dogs of war as well. Yeah, but that, which which brings us on to the point that we were talking about um, before. It, it's one of the things that that made. I know, I know a lot of people are... I, I love the old world as well, but one of the problems with it was that it was basically just a carbon copy of our own world with a yeah, bit of fantasy. Fantasy slapped yeah. on top of it. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people don't know this, but um, the reason that we had Bretonians in particular in the first place was because years ago, Games Workshop had a failed venture called Warhammer Historical, and the idea was that they were going to do their own uh, rule set for, for different historical periods it went belly up but they still had the assets for it and that mm -hmm. was where they, they used uh, uh, Crusading Knights uh, and they created this new Bretonian faction and they injected a little bit of fantasy into them so it, it, it does mean 
I I'm, I mean like the 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 Kislev Ice Guard looks so cool, um, and the whereas like beforehand they were basically just Cossacks, with yeah. this with this magical uh, uh, queen or monarch of theirs, so I'm fairly confident that they're going to inject a little bit more magic into the likes of Cathy. You know, you might see some lion dogs or something like that. Well, I I I think it would be awesome to see a. I mean that we've seen plenty of dragon miniatures, but uh, in the style of like Chinese dragons, I mm-hmm. think would be neat as well. The more Malian um, style dragon would be cool. There is a location within uh, Cathay which I think is called the Gunpowder Road as well, so that maybe gives us a hint that that army might have a bit more focus on black powder um, mm-hmm. units than maybe most in the old world, which will be an interesting spin as well. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, and obviously people people love the Total War Warhammer games. I'm gonna give my brother a quick shout out. Uh, he streams it all on Twitch. He's currently playing through a campaign as Carl Franz. So if you are on Twitch, uh, give uh, I'll post the link to his channel below. Uh, but give uh, Scar Hero Saga uh, a crack and uh, uh, watch him play through uh, Warhammer Total War Two. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we'll keep a, a BDI on that and of course the miniatures game as we learn more. Maybe back to the world of miniatures though. We've uh, seen a little bit more from uh, the upcoming Warhammer Quest, haven't we, Ben? Yeah, cursed city, bitch. Curse, cursed city, bitch. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, we've seen they they've revealed um, these are basically going to be the the foot sloggers that you're up against in Cursed City mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's some new Scalabobs, and th- this this is such this is such a welcome thing, right? Because I, I felt like for a long time, I'm sure you guys will agree with this. I felt for a long time with Age of Sigmar that they were they were almost trying too hard to make everything exotic and mm-hmm. unique to Games Workshop, and it, it, it's it's great to see them veering away a little bit from that because folk just love undead dudes, you know, like oh yeah. They're bringing vampires back. Uh, I mean, even like the night haunt, they're basically like a sort of, you know, the traditional ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's nice to see them revisiting some of that because the 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 skeleton warriors uh, and probably more so the zombies have been crying out for a bit of an update. So if if that if this is a, an indication of what's to come with the recently re- revealed vampire grave lords faction, um, this some good times ahead for Age of Sigmar, I think. Yeah, really, really excited to see uh, what's coming out for Undead. Do you know, it's funny, like, so I, I looked at these new skeletons and I'm like, that's really cool to get new skeletons, but the, the current kit's not that old, is it? The current kit is something like 15, 16 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty long in the tooth, and it's when it like yeah. like we we've talked about it before, Josh. Like older kits, like um, before they brought the new Necrons out, you know, like y- you were saying, like the the Necron kit's not that bad, and it's not until you actually see a lot of the time when they update these models, like yeah, that that did need a that did need a bit of TLC. Yes. And and, um, when, and, and uh, you know, such is the case, I think, with these new skeletons, right? Like, when you see these, and then you go back and look at the old skeletons, like, these these are so much better. I mean, and I don't even compare them to the 90s skeletons that had, like, bones that could never fit inside, like, the the body of a regular human being in, in at that scale. What, what I quite like about it, these guys are actually quite tall. You look at their proportions yeah. and all that as well. It's quite mm. interesting. What's uh, what's your hot take that. on them, Tom? I think they're nice. Uh, I don't have a, a strong opinion, uh, but I think it's nice to see classics being revisited. I certainly mm-hmm. prefer them to some of the alternatives. Uh, and I think they're classics for a reason. Uh, I think the Undead range has always been quite nice. I even liked the cheesy old zombie models. I thought they had they, they weren't the best, but they had character. Uh, at the very least, uh, I use them to convert uh, plague zombies. I have 30 of the buggers sat not a couple of feet away from me. Um, I like them. But yeah, I think Undead, it's a safe bet in it. They're always going to be cool. You struggle They're to mess them up. They're always going to be used in like, loads of systems as well, right? So, mm-hmm. and 
you know, like loads of people would wear, would pick these up. Yeah, I mean, these would be great for even if you were just playing a generic thing, you know, like um, Gloomhaven or Pathfinder or D&D, you know, these are going to be applicable to pretty much any game that has a, a gothic element to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is so one one last thing on actually on the rumor mill and not a huge thing, but maybe an indication on what armies might be coming next 40k wise. You know these collectible coins that they ship out to all the different stores, and mm-hmm. you, you buy, a, you spend a certain amount of money, and you get you, you get to buy the coin. Um, so this month it was meant to be Slanesh. Um, so they were shipping out all the Slanesh coins, and what do you know? Uh, a, a store somewhere received um, a coin with uh, the idol of uh, the symbol of Gork. Um, so uh, it is Warhammer 40,000 packaging as well so that would suggest at some point Orcs are maybe on the horizon and not, not a huge surprise though because no. like, like we said before like this is going to be the year of housekeeping for 40k right like they, they're, they're, they, they need to go back and you know there's quite a few factions that could do with like a kit here or there and like you know they definitely need to bring all of the the codices in line with the new rules so mm-hmm. I, w- I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't get too excited it might just be a book <laughs> it might so notably for each book that they've done they've brought out at least one new kit for it mm-hmm. um tying in with what you were saying about old models uh, and looking back on them, the Orc Boys, I think oh, they're one of those ones. We, when we, we were having this chat months ago, and you were saying they need new Orc Boys, and I'm like, ah, that, that, that old kit has aged relatively well. They look all right. And the more I look at them, um, the more I realise that Ben is right. <laughs> like, we, we could really do. And how awesome would a new boys kit be? Like, can you imagine, like, uh, the 40k orcs getting the um, auric treatment from Age of Sigma? Like, yeah, that would look the, awesome. This is it, right, is that they're, they're quite... The current boys are very monopose, and they, they don't have any of the savagery or, or dynamism that we associate with orcs. So, like, I mean, you're right, like, just having a big mob of those guys, like, all rushing forward in different poses with all ramshackle weapons, it'd be great, right? That Notably, they're also quite small now. Yeah. I'm pretty Scale sure, creep. like, my ne- Necron warriors will be standing taller than that old boy kit. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they, um... So, I think we're I think we're now on Heroic 32, but I've heard some people say that we're actually on, like, 35. Oh, right, um, okay. The scale whereas, just keeps sliding. <laughs> yeah, whereas, whereas those those kits were twenty eight, they were heroic yeah. twenty eight, so it is a big difference. Yeah, yeah, those old yeah. boys are still on the twenty eight mil bases as well, which just doesn't really track when you when your marines are on the thirty two. Necron no. warriors are on thirty. Most most of forty k is on thirty two now. I'm pretty sure. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, so yeah, well, we'll we'll find out. Uh, as you say, Ben, it's not a surprise. We should be expecting pretty much some sort of release for almost all forty k factions over the next twelve months. But mm-hmm. um, it'll be cool if w- a man can dream that uh, yeah. <laughs> that that we'll get some uh, neat new orc kits. Although, Lord knows, I I shouldn't I shouldn't I mean, try back, back when faction. back when they revealed the um, the Lord of of Verulance. Uh, they mm-hmm. also revealed a new Dark Eldar, or they didn't reveal it. They showed snippets of a new Dark Eldar, and a new sister model. Yes. Um, and I think in that same video there were snippets of an orc. So I, I think they'll at least get some kind of character. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know when we'll be seeing the long overdue new boys kit though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch this space, guys. Watch this space. Anyway, um, so that kind of covers off all the sort of notable news this uh, week. One more. One oh, more. oh, we've got one yep. more. Yep. Bonus round. So um, Soulbound, which is the Age of Sigmar RPG that released oh, yes. last year and was pretty popular given the fact that pretty much all the planet was locked down and the only games you could really play were like, role-playing games. 
um, they they've revealed that mm-hmm. there will be a new supplement coming later this year that will allow you to play as uh, v- various uh, undead denizens of the mortal realms. This is Champions of Death, isn't it? The, the supplement that's been announced. Uh, yes, it's called Champions of Death, that's right. Uh, and there's another one called Blackened Earth, which will follow, and that is, uh, that's going to be a big campaign supplement set inside uh, Greywater Fastness. Nice. So, oh, there's also uh, Champions of Destruction, which will let you play as uh, Uryx, Grots, Orgos, and Trogoths. Oh, nice. Oh. So they're, they're really opening up the the range of characters you can play. Oh, how yeah. much fun would it be to play like a Grot Shaman? You just know that uh, Josh is going to play that sounds to me like one of those characters that will be a lot of fun for you to play and not much fun <laughs> for the rest of the party hey 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 Tom can attest to this none of my characters fall into that category oh, I'm, not, right, I'm Tom? not saying it's necessarily specific to you but I mean like, <laughs> we've, we've had this discussion before about like characters that people think are really cute and funny that aren't right yep mm-hmm. yep um, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, you've had any overly irritating characters, Josh, that I can I can think of off the top of my head. But I think it you walk a fine line with those kinds of characters. Yeah. Uh, they can be done well, but as you say, Ben, they can be uh, a little bit irritating. Within the Age of Sigma setting, I have a hard time. I, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm assuming that you have to pick, like, we're going to be a destruction party. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. It's a bit like in, uh, in D&D. I don't know if they, they've changed it, because I know there's been a lot of discourse about race in D&D of late, but I know that um, in some of the supplements it used to say, like, if you wanted to play, like, Dwergar or Drow, that you had to clear it with your DM, and you had to have some sort of justification. You couldn't just go, you know, oh, my, my, my character's this, this strange exotic creature that is never seen in any of these cities mm-hmm. uh, there, might, there might be some similar caveats attached well when we played Soulbound the three of us played the game that Scott ran I mean we found it challenging enough to gel a um, Stormcast yes. into a yeah, group yeah. Of, of order um, let alone you know trying to do that with a, an Uruk or a Skellywag whatever they're they are that you play. Do you um, say Skellywag? Skellywag. <laughs> yeah, Skellywag. I thought you said Skellywank. What? No, that would be a, oh, that would be a different no. thing altogether. <laughs> oh. that, that just wouldn't work. I was like, wow, Tom really hates undead. Oh, no. <laughs> just by random shots. Can someone shot. construct like, some sort of Skellywank joke with Boner? Like, I'm, the, 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 it's all there. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the order why no we'll <laughs> why would we'll you try on. and think of that yeah right. so, it's so obvious anyway uh so i think that would be a quite a tricky sort of group to gel together and i think you're, you're I spot think so. on i think it's gonna have to be guys let's play order of death or uh or, or order of destruction or or whatever it is you know yeah. our... so notably no announcement for chaos one yet I bet there will be one. Uh, because oh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But every every previous iteration of of a fan, uh, well, a Warhammer game, to be fair, has had chaos involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Warhammer Fantasy had a chaos supplement back when they had a system uh, in Second Edition. Um, even um, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it for the 40k roleplay that used to be out, but there was a way to play Chaos in that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I dare say the reason we haven't seen Chaos yet is that there's probably a lot more material for that, right? Because Oh, the, yeah. Because as much, as much as you get all these other factions, like you speak to anyone that's worked at all in a Games Workshop IP, as much as you have, like, you know, Oryx and all like that, what's fundamental uh, to Warhammer is the conflict between order and chaos or imperium chaos but basically that idea of like order versus mm-hmm. the these these in, uh, incursive powers of, of chaos into our reality uh you know ba- basically uh if you think about it really uh like good and evil vying for the souls primarily of of human beings yeah 
So, no doubt we will see them come along at some point, but again, watch this space. So, um, do I, was there any other news items I've forgotten to mention? <laughs> no, the thing, the thing is, I was going to segue off of Cursed City into the Champions of the Dead thing, but then you chucked your, your coin tidbit in there from nowhere without any warning, so... Oh, I, I just remembered ben, it. Teamwork Ben's there. looking at the agenda like, this is not... Guys, it just, just, just uh, maybe like uh, show you what's going on behind the curtain here. We, we, we haven't got like a written agenda, but we do, we do have a chat about news uh, before we start uh, hit the record yeah. button. And I did completely forget about the the coin and also the bit about uh, Age of Sigma Soulbound. Hence yeah. why I jumped in with it. So I think Josh uh, just likes riffing on his own. It's just like yeah. I yeah, mean, why break the habit of a lifetime? The Josh Hartley Gaming Podcast. Am I right, Tom? <laughs> Guest starring Ben and Tom. Yeah, I know. If they can get a word in edgeways. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> I, I think I preferred this po- podcast when it was just one of you that I was recording with. See, when it's both of you, you just gang up on me. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not at all, mate. Not at all. It's not how it goes. Uh, are we? Uh, are we going to move on? Yeah, I, I don't know. You seem to be setting the 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 speed and and, and pace here. So what are we doing, Josh? All right. Do you know what? Do you know what, Tom? If you can do a better job of it, go for it. You do. It. You go. Toys out the pram. You 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 run the show. All right. All right then. I will. Uh, so I think uh, we're going to have a chat about what we've been doing uh, hobby-wise. Cause, uh, no, I don't want to. That sounds stupid, Tom. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not doing it right, Josh. You're not doing it right. <laughs> what, what, so, sorry, what am I supposed to do? No, you're just you're just really bad at bullying people, so you need to swap back. <laughs> <laughs> Our ratings are dropping, Josh. They're dropping. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Josh. I'll let you, I'll let you take over. It's... Uh, it's your wheelhouse, mate. <laughs> yes. We thought we'd have a chat about uh, what the three of us have been up to hobby-wise because as it happens, I've caught the painting but- and hobby bug a bit. Uh, Tom, you've had some time off and you've been working on some things and uh, Ben is a uh, full-time job painting miniatures. So mm-hmm. uh, Ben's probably the best place to start, to be fair. Um. Yeah, so at, at the moment, I... Well, I mean, back in May, June of last year, uh, I I hadn't been able to work my my regular job of being an electrician due to a combination of uh, people just aren't calling out trades as much uh, as as they did before, and um, uh, you know, part part of that I think is financial constraints. Part of it is that you're not actually allowed to call trades out for anything other than essential work, mm-hmm. um, and then also I had the you know, to look after a one-year-old as well. So, um, I I started Ashenhold Art, um, and I've been doing it, and you know, de- depending on how basically on how my 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 wife's week pans out. You know, sometimes doing it full time, sometimes doing it part time. But I've been doing commission work pretty much continuously since then. And um. At the moment, I'm coming to the end of an ongoing project uh, for uh, a Mr. Josh Hartley. I've been painting some Death Guard. What a loser. Who, me or, who, or you? No, not me. Right, okay, yeah. who, who, sorry, I should have made that more clear. Can't even bully himself properly. Jesus. Can we oh, rewind man. that? We'll rewind that. Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, that Josh Hartley. He sounds like a loser. Hey, there we go. Now it's clear that I'm not ripping into you. Uh huh. Well done, mate. Josh Hartley's me. I'm, I'm seamless. Exactly as it is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It, it was so uh, like... bad. It was good. You know, it came full circle. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get the. Uh, well, I, I do have one more character that I need to give you. Um, the the plague surgeon, but yeah, we're pretty much. Yes, yeah. I've definitely got like two thousand points worth. Uh, uh, at least, yeah. Pr- I think I think more so because you've got a lot of plague marines now. Uh, you've got 
you've got a fair few Terminators, um, and you've got like the. They're kind of like, I, I said this to they're a little bit like fire slayers in the structure mm. of their army in that it's a limited choice of units, but you've got loads of characters. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I've managed, I think I've got almost, well, once I get the Plague Surgeon, that will be, I'll have almost every single character available in the Codex, with the exception of Big Morty himself. Yeah. Which yep, might go on my Christmas wish list this year. <laughs> so, yeah. but it, it's it's been interesting because this is one of the cool things about doing the commission painting is that it, it's forced me out of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. I've painted stuff that I would never, I would never pick up off a shelf for myself. Yeah, um, and I think like I'd, I'd said to you um, before I started doing your Death Garden, I was just kind of. Finding my feet with Ashenhold, I was like, I've never really worked much with green. I should maybe try doing some green stuff. And it's <laughs> like, it's like pretty, pretty much all I've worked with over the past year has been green. Because I, yeah. I've also uh, been working on a, a loyalist Death Guard army um, made from like the, the from the Primaris range uh, for, for another client. They, they, they look really awesome. I mean, if you if you go onto Ashenhold's uh, Facebook page, you'll see, you've, you've uploaded some photos of the the work you've done for, yeah, for yeah, him I, as well. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing tanks for him just now. What I'm hoping though, when I'm done both the projects and restrictions are eased a little, I want to get shots of the full army. Um, yeah. The the the, full, the two full armies that is. Mm-hmm. But it's. Uh, uh, it's been it's been an interesting little venture, and then obviously in between that, I've been painting my own stuff as a bit of a palette cleanse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm 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 trying to enter more competitions this year as well. Yeah, well, they're doing a lot of them online now, so yeah. uh, why not? There's no there's no golden demons or anything no. like that at the moment. Um, I I don't think I will be until uh, 2022 at the earliest. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm entering a competition called. Uh, Rush Beast. Right. It's one of those ones like try try saying that with a drink in you. Know, Brush Beast. beast. Yeah. yeah, you kind of have to. You, you, yeah. It doesn't sound like it would be a tongue twister, but you kind of have to take your time with it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm entering that. Um, they they have a Facebook group for that. If anyone's interested in, in mm-hmm. entering that themselves, and they've got a bunch of different categories. Uh, so check that out. And it's, they've got a lot of cool sponsors. I think one of the prizes is actually like a three D printer, which is quite impressive. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Nice. So there's some there's some cool stuff. What have you have you thought about what you're gonna enter in for it? Is it gonna be something you've already done, or something you're gonna paint up specifically? Or? It's a it's an idea I've had gestating for a little while now, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got I've got a fourth magma droth kit to work on. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, I I re I recently um, I launched a, a Patreon for Ash and Hold Art where I'm posting up a load of uh, like guides and tutorials and like behind the scenes stuff. Uh, at the moment, I've got a tutorial for um, a, a Corvus Cabal Shrike Talon model that I painted that was inspired by the Kookaburra, um, mm-hmm. and the the bit bit tangential here, but the um, the the idea behind uh, the Patreon is I, I didn't want to just throw stuff up willy-nilly. I wanted it to be its own thing. So mm-hmm. I called it the creature feature. And the idea is that the tutorials don't just teach you how to paint something. They, they also basically talk you through everything from the concept stage right up to the finish. And the, mm-hmm. the reason that I did that was that I felt that there's not enough material out there teaching people how you come up with color schemes of your own, how you how you take an idea from the reference stage to completion. A lot of the time it is just this is how I painted this non-metallic metal. Here are the stages, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll they'll maybe talk about the fact that they looked at, at you know like bits of metal, uh, to to help them with the light placement, but they don't actually show you the bits of metal they looked at. Um, yeah, you know, to get the hues and the, the reflection and things like that. So, that um, saying all that to say, I I wanted to do something similar with this 
other magma droth that I had. Uh, mm-hmm. um, specifically, I want to, because it's the creature feature, the idea is that I want to take references of like real animals and creatures and apply them to these fantastical creatures. Mm-hmm. Because that, because that's that's how these guys come up with with these creatures. The the anatomy and everything is based on real animals. Uh, which, it's the whole which George is really, Lucas thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like great, great fantasy, great fiction has one foot in reality, right? Yeah. Um. So, that with this magma droth, I had the idea to basically use the colors of the fire salamander, because magma droths are basically big fantasy versions of salamanders, which are yeah. You know, a lot of people look at them and think they're lizards. They're actually amphibians. They're really cool animals. Uh, mm-hmm. You've you've got members of the salamander family like axolotls, which can actually exist f- forever in their juvenile form. Mm-hmm. But if if you like if you gradually reduce the amount of water they have in their enclosure and, and introduce more land, they they absorb their gills and they take on their full adult form. Yeah. And so, so the the magma is kind of based on this idea of salamander because they, if you look at them, they do have gills, mm-hmm. and they can they can live in in the lava, in uh, in the Age of Sigmar settings, or or they can they can reside on on, on the land of these volcanic regions. So, I want I want I wanted to kind of take the model back to its roots, so to speak. And use this fire fire salamander color scheme and meld it with a little bit of fantasy. So I think I'll probably work on that for Brush Beast. Nice. I know. Looking forward to looking forward to how that pans out. And uh, guys, if you want to um, uh, follow along, Ben's got the uh, Patreon for Ash and Shameless all that. plug. Shameless there plug. There we go. Airhorns. There we go. <laughs> um, so. I really hope you're going to put an air horn sound in there because that was weird sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that make you a bit sad there, Toss? Like, oh my god! Honestly, honestly, that's uh, th- that that is editor Josh planning ahead because it's a little difficult sometimes, like fitting the air horn sound effect in around yeah. in and around everything. So if I go, that's your marker. Enough time. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Editor so. Josh. Editor Josh, yeah, he's got the like the worst a, superhero he's, ever. He's got a, he's got a little cap with editor written on. <laughs> that's it. That, that's all he is. Only difference. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, but Tom, you you've been doing a bit of painting as well. Lately. I have, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I have two weeks off work. I've had two weeks off work, and I decided um, I have a growing cupboard of shame, uh, and I decided mm-hmm. to do something about it. Uh, so since we were playing Kill Team back in 2019, maybe 18, oh, it was uh, it was 2019 because I had to drop out the campaign because of the imminent birth of my son. So. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, so uh, I've sort of amassed a collection of terrain, a uh, sizable uh, collection at this juncture, and it was getting a bit out of hand. And we we had planned all these grand plans of we were going to have gatherings and we were going to paint it. Uh, and that's unfortunately not been able to happen for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. So I said, right, well, I'm off. Uh, I'm going to paint it. So I started off last week. Uh, I, I treated myself to just doing some minis that I wanted to paint up. So I was painting some of the uh, Clank Acquisitions Incorporated miniatures. Yeah. Uh, worked on a couple of those. This week, I've been painting up uh, a lot of metal, uh, rusty metal, uh, to the point of borderline insanity today. Um, I was on my fourth fifth day of doing it nice <laughs> and it is starting to to wear a bit thin it's, it's funny when you mentioned there ben about having a palate cleanser I, I was talking to will this morning when i was doing the paints and i was like i made a mistake yeah. by not putting something in the middle of this to to yeah, break yeah. it up mm. well you, you sit you have to set yourself little goals right like what one of the things that i do when you know like for instance i'm painting death guard for for josh is i'll paint like five or seven plague marines and then i'll do a character and it's mm-hmm. like it, it sounds kind of sad but it's like the character's like your treat your little like, treat you know, yep yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i know exactly so, what oh, you, you mean. did good there son there's a wee character for you, <laughs> you know, that kind of, <laughs> that um, kind of thing. so yeah that's uh that's been my my sort of week um tomorrow uh 
funnily enough, I'm, I'm giving myself a bit of a treat and I'm going to paint some plasma conduits uh, instead of nice. rusted metal. So that is nice. going to be my, my little Good. Friday, you know, uh, treat to myself. So yeah, that's, that's been, uh, been my venture. Uh, and will continue to be. So what about you, Josh? What have you been, uh, been working on? Well, I have uh, recently finished painting up the minis for Blood Rage. I've finally f- finished them now. So, I mean, when I bought Blood Rage in March 2020, I think I did say, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast, but I said, uh, my project, my, my little project to keep me going while COVID's a thing uh is uh, painting up these minis well um i didn't realize like quite how long this would be going on for um they were super fun to paint though uh particularly like i and and like like you were saying ben i left all the monsters to last yeah, yeah. and they, i am so happy with how they look uh yeah. particularly uh, particularly the frost giant and the fire giant yeah, fire is fire really yeah, yeah fire is really hard to paint by the way, <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent. I might need to do a guide for that then, because I have painted a load of fire in my time. There we are. Well, I, I I managed to find something online, and I'm it, it the fire on his sword looks okay. Um, it could look better, but I've certainly seen much worse attempts at it. Uh, but the rest, like the rest of the mini, I'm super happy with, and in, in fact, all of them. Just I've got I keep looking off camera because they just sat out over there and I, I'm just looking at them and I'm like they look really nice yeah, yeah. well remember, we we spoke about this recently Josh when when you were starting getting into painting and I think the the thing that I'd said to you because I, I've also been really trying to up my game with my painting this year and one of the things that I realised is that you you can't focus on what other people do. The only person that you should be competing with yourself in relation to something like painting is yourself. Yeah. So and and that I I feel like that that's key to actually like improving because if you just focus on like how good someone like Richard Gray is, you're never going to get there because it's, you're just you're just going to be that you know getting down on the fact that oh man he paints like that looks like the Sistine Chapel I'll never be that good. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter if you'll never be that good. You need to be happy within yourself with what you're doing. And I feel like you get there. It's like, how, how do you need an elephant one bite at a time, right? So if you're mm-hmm. constantly making these little improvements, constantly just trying to better yourself, you might surprise yourself where you end up. Yeah. And yeah, that no, that's, that, that's absolutely right. And just, I was going somewhere with this. Nope, gone. Just... Just gone. Just I finished the professionalism on display yeah. here. It's just, yeah, it's, it's great. This is why we're it, one of the top podcasts you will find in all of the available <laughs> mediums. All I aim to be in life, in all aspects of my life, is an enthusiastic amateur. Mm-hmm. So, you just know. Trying to beat yourself from the day before, right, Josh? Just like Ben said. Yeah, be yeah, that little exactly, bit better. Exactly. You're not succeeding. But, wow. um, <laughs> Oh, what well, I, I I missed that. You'll get it I'll, in the I'll edit, mate. <laughs> I'll I'll get that in the edit and I'll decide whether yeah. that's fit for listeners' consumption or not. Um, but yeah, so uh, I finished painting all of that and now I'm on to my next project, which are Necrons, which I'm actually really excited to paint up. Like, why are you laughing at that? You announced that in kind of an Oprah-esque fashion. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Necrons. <laughs> Air horns. You get a necron. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but like I, I am, I am quite like, I'm, I'm looking forward to painting these guys. So I'm in the stage of I've done some test minis. Okay. Um, I will admit, so there were a few things that I knew what I wanted to do, like going into this. I knew that I wanted to paint them up as uh, Nihalak uh, Dynasty, which is like mm. gold heads blue shoulder pads and highlight colour uh, mm-hmm. and silver for the rest of them. And I knew I really wanted to play around with the uh, uh, Citadel's Tesseract Glow paint. Yeah. I will admit, in my test minis, might have overdone the Tesseract Glow a little. Um, uh, right, okay. Uh, they are, are bathed gonna... in green. <laughs> Just are like gonna... one green model. Are you going to no. show us them? Uh, hold on. 
we we me and Tom will do like an audio descriptive mm-hmm. type thing. Like we'll make it into a an audio medium. Wow. It's hard to get the camera to focus he, on. Yeah, actually, like, do, do you remember, like, when sports equipment in the nineties was all like <laughs> luminous? <laughs> it looks like he's wearing a pair of like nineties track shorts. Well, I, was yeah, tra- yeah. I was trying to do like a bit of uh, OSL. Well, like, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got that sort of uh, Adidas Umbro like kitted out look about him. Definitely. <laughs> is is his metal like? And I, um, this isn't mockery. This is curiosity. Is his metal like? Have you given it a bluish tint, or is that just the, the lighting in your room at the moment? I think that's just the lighting in my room. Like the shoulder pads definitely do mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah but that, that's like a mat you know that's not reflecting anything yeah mm-hmm. uh but no this all this all the metal is the majority of this model is just um uh, uh silver paint dry brushed over black okay. like that's yeah. the the bulk yeah, of it. Uh, you, you did get carried away with that tesseract though for sure oh, but it's so fun <laughs> um <laughs> but so, uh, yeah necron's so, main tactic is to blind the enemy <laughs> with the radiance of their so, weaponry <laughs> we're, we're toning it down. We're toning it down for the actual ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to be fair, with the new sculpts, it, it's going to be easier to do less, if that makes sense, because you don't yeah. have this big old rod of uh, Gauss in the middle of the gun. You've actually got like little domes of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will the, have the thing, like a lot of people think with OSL that you need to have it like reflecting on the face and all that, but you, you can you can like. You can dial it back and just have like the OSL just like mm-hmm. glowing, you know, like immediately around the cartridge, and sometimes that that looks pretty good. We should probably clarify for people who don't paint OSL is original source lighting. Is that right? Is it o- object, object source, source lighting. lighting. So yeah, yeah. yeah you're qu- quite right. I, sh- I should yeah. have made that clearer. Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll, uh, to to quickly explain if people don't know what it is because it is quite interesting. The the idea with object source lighting is. It, it it pretty much explains what it is is you you have an object and this can either be on the miniature or it can be off screen so to speak but the idea is that you paint the miniature as if light is emanating from this point so let's you know i've seen some people where they have like maybe a wizard holding a crystal ball and then the light will be like washing up on his face mm-hmm. but then also i've seen people where they've maybe painted like you know, like an explorer coming into a, a, a cave where a dragon's hiding, so they have like mm-hmm. a red glow washed over the model, but you don't necessarily see what the glow's come from. Yeah. But the suggestion of the glow tells you it's a really cool technique, and you can you can you can be really simple with it. Where you know some people do like a very gentle glow from like on their Space Marines eye lenses, mm-hmm. or you can get like really fancy with it. Where I've seen some people where. They, they've done a bust and you've got the glow of the campfire on one side of the model and then you've got the moonlight washing down in the other and it's mm. it's really impressive i do as, as impressive as it is i do think it can get a bit much sometimes and it can almost take away from the model's original appearance so. a bit like how i did on that test no maybe. no 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 it's not, <laughs> in some instances not naming anyone in specific uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it can it can get a bit much, but I think yeah, in a lot of cases it looks really really nice. I've I've played around with it myself, and uh, it's it's tricky to do it a really good job on it, but you can do a really sort of basic job, and it looks decent with it. I think I I, I very much ascribe to I think the less is more mm-hmm. uh, camp with this thing. Like um I I I did a Gotrek model recently that you can you can see on my page. Another shameless plug, but I actually did a bit of OSL. On, on the axe because yeah. he's got like a brazier axe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, I only did it around the, the the immediate vicinity of the model because I didn't want to I didn't want that to become the focal point because mm-hmm. the, this is the other thing right is that the OSL very often becomes the focal point of the model and if you have like, like Gotrek he's holding the axe down so it means the focus is drawn away from the center of mass of mm-hmm. the model to the axe, and you don't mm-hmm. want that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, so, like going back to to my Necrons, the whole idea, the reason why I want you should always do a test mini, by the way, before you paint up an entire army. But it gave me a chance to play around with. <laughs> Tom's pulling a face. I think that's good advice. Bollocks! Get into it. Just don't mess around. <laughs> 
Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. But what if you, you right? So what if you're batch painting a load of them and you you get you're not gonna find out and that oh this doesn't quite look right until you're a bit too late. Straight in it. Just buy some more. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Said the former GW employee. <laughs> so. Uh, I like to do test minis before I do a whole project, and the reason is like just to just to practice the technique. So I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that if I do less of what I did there, it would look pretty will look pretty cool. Joking um, aside, I, I do I do think you should do a test mini. Um, I think mm. if you're doing a new scheme like you are, it is a good idea. I think if it's something you're comfortable with, then yeah, you can just dive in. Uh, and battering but yeah if you're going into a new color scheme or you're doing osl on on a lot of models and things like that then yeah a new a test well was a good yeah it, it wasn't just the osl which i've never really done before it's um a part of this i wanted to try using contrast paint over mm-hmm. metal to see how that works and i'm happy with it but i like i need to do like two or three layers of it to actually get it to how i want it to look yeah um, no i get but, it. I'm, I, I, apart from them being bathed in green, uh, I am pretty happy with how they turned out. So like, that's uh, got me excited for uh, painting my Necrons. So, listeners, I will keep you all posted with how I get on with them. Good. Look forward all to hearing right. about it. Yeah. So um, what are we doing next, Josh? Are we wrapping up? I think we are wrapping up, <laughs> yes. Unless has anyone got any other suggestions? No. <laughs> because no, because we covered this before we came on. So unless you want to hit us with another curveball, we're done. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, on that note, guys, look. Thanks very much for listening. And until next time, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.